to Sugar We're Going Down Podcasting, a Fallout Boy podcast where we go track by random ass track until it kills us. My name is Caitlin, and joining me until we die is Joe. Hi, it's me, Joe, the other half of the podcast. But Joe, I just realized I kind of I, I, I kind of fucked that intro up. Yeah, you did say a different thing than usual. I did. I said kills I wasn't... us and that until we die. I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna call you out on it. I think it's because we spent two minutes before the intro talking about how we were dying. That's true. And I well, don't know, it's maybe... also there's also we also make the joke multiple times that this podcast will kill us. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all the same in my brain. Yeah, death is death is death. <laughs> what a great energy to start the recording on. Um, Joe, what, <laughs> what song are we doing? Homesick Space Camp. <laughs> I'm homesick and I'm at space camp I'm that fucking commercial of the dog riding home to its mom <laughs> I'm just like homesick space camp <laughs> does anybody actually even go to space camp I don't know is space camp real it seems like an urban legend. I'm gonna Google it. Hold on. Is space camp? <laughs> oh, still a thing is the first is the first uh, response. Uh, this doesn't answer my question. Spacecamp.com. Oh, I guess no. so. I don't know. Every week in the summer, it says. That I don't know. Sounds terrible. I guess so. Is everyone at space camp? Oh, it has a hashtag. That's got to be still reason. Then it's asking Dear. me to tweet. Dear Hashtag listeners, only at space camp. <laughs> Dear listeners, if you ever went to space camp, <laughs> please let me know. Let me know if you were homesick. Both. <laughs> Have you ever been homesick? <laughs> let us know. Have you ever been sick? Have you ever been home? <laughs> <laughs> homesick at space camp is a Fallout Boy song, if you can believe it. That is why we're here this this lovely Wednesday. It's off to a rough start here at uh, Sugar We're Going Down Studios. Um, I have killed Caitlin. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm getting it back together. Are you? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> oh, it's, uh, it's off the first album. Mm-hmm. Take this Take- to your grave. Yeah, that one. The good one that we... <laughs> Damn right. it, we didn't even make a joke, Joe. <laughs> no, we, we've never made one joke. Well, uh, we opened the podcast with a soliloquy on death, so... <laughs> and just we've just been rolling with it since then. Uh, we... I, I feel like there's been a quiet dread uh, between you and I, and um, just in general... And about take this to your grave being <laughs> yes, like I would sum our friendship up as the quiet dread. <laughs> like all good marriages. <laughs> uh I think there's been this quiet dread because we both like Take This to Your Grave a lot. And then once we started digging into Fallout Boy lyrics, we were like, oh no, toxic masculinity is here. Our least favorite. And I think there's been like, oh, are we going to make ourselves dislike take this to your grave when we get there? And, you know, if we're critical of it, then it's, you know, deserved, uh, except maybe the prestige. But Homesick at Space Camp 
uh, is kind of an outlier in that it doesn't have any of that. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a little bit weird because this is the this is the exception, not the rule of this album. So like, uh, I don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Track five on the, the record. The 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 silent the quiet dread continues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, postponed. The quiet dreadening. <laughs> well, it's like it's space camp comes in right after Saturday, so that it 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 just starts it just hits the <clears throat> ground running. Yeah, that that little drum fill mm-hmm. that uh that Andy wrote I learned in the band commentary. So if we go to this page on Genius, please sponsor us, Genius.com. Uh, the overview has this one-minute video of the band commentary. Um, <laughs> Andy talks about writing that little ditty. He talks about how it evokes imagery of a plane landing in Chicago. And Joe goes on to explain that he didn't know what a plane was until he heard this song. Oh, <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> Joe's funny. Joe Troman, Joe Troman is funny. But yeah, so the song starts with uh, landing on a runway in Chicago. And I'm grounding all my dreams. It's a song about distance, about missing someone. And not in that weird, shitty, possessive way we're used to dealing yeah, with. No, it's just like genuinely giving a shit about someone and missing them. Homesick at space camp. <laughs> Patrick's at space camp. And he's like, man, I miss home. <laughs> oh, so I miss you. Yeah, so he's writing this song. Well, Pete and Pat, Pat Petrick, they're writing this song about uh, missing someone. And a lot of the premise of the song is you listening to this is how I'm letting you know. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, we did it. That's a song. Yeah. <laughs> they say we miss you a lot. There's they a lot do. of actually. um. Yeah, the 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 vocal production and how it like bounces around in the headphones is interesting. On on the chorus when he talks about headphones and it's like, oh, what a good time to do a bunch of weird panning. Yeah, well, I I like that they do the like mechanical like jumping between the channels thing with the headphone mention, but it's also like a it's like a it's it's a decent metaphor. Congratulations, Pete Wentz, you did one. Uh huh. Like well, I don't know if he did this one. I don't know if he said, yeah, pan it around. Probably Patrick's <laughs> idea. Because Patrick, as I've also learned in this uh, band commentary, Patrick says, "I I think in music. I just think in music. <laughs> <laughs> I actually can't speak English <laughs> or read. <laughs> I can't fucking read." <laughs> Like me, Patrick Stump is canonically illiterate. <laughs> also in that band commentary, I learned that uh, one of Pete's favorite lyrics from this record that he thinks stands out is in verse two, where it says, my smile's an open wound without you. Uh, where he's like, yeah, it's, he's like, oh, it's, you know, it's weird what a, like a smile feels different when I'm not with the person that I'm, I guess, talking about in this song. When you're homesick at space camp. You know, and you're smiling about all that great, good astronaut knowledge you've learned at space camp. And you're like, man, I'm not home, though. When you're dizzy from that thing that they spin you around on to get you used to CRG. Yeah, Yeah, when you've gotten all centrifugal and shit. Wild. (laughs) But man, I miss home. I miss home, though. (laughs) Country road. (laughs) Country roads. Take me home to Chicago. 
What if Country Roads was about Chicago and not West Virginia? <laughs> It'd be worse. It'd be written. Why hasn't Fall Out Boy covered Country Roads and made it Chicago Roads? I don't know. That's an excellent question, Joe. We should tweet at them. It's a terrible idea. <laughs> uh, or it's just that's what this song is. This this song is Fall Out Boy's Country Roads. Yeah, that checks out. I th- uh, I, it's similar to how Country Roads references a thing that's actually in Virginia and not West Virginia. I think about <laughs> how many songs about Chicago reference Lake Michigan. <laughs> Anyways. Landing landing on a runway in Chicago. What are you homesick of? Were you visiting someone? Well, it's interesting because the next line is, <laughs> God damn it, I just saw the Shaq tweet um, <laughs> oh, on no! my real life TL. Um, <laughs> Shaq got norted. Shaq did get norted. Um, no, but so the, cause it's, I'm landing, or landing on a runway in Chicago and I'm grounding all my dreams of ever really seeing California. So I guess they were in California. Mm-hmm. I guess so. I guess. So is this, I wonder if this song is about being away from Chicago while going. Because I think, uh, I wonder if this is the song that I have the story attached to of them writing it on the plane um, while going to record the demos. But I don't know if they flew out to Chicago to record the demos or not. Hmm. Um, So that's a thing that I don't know. But I've talked about it on the show now. Because I know what's in between is is something sensual in such non-conventional ways. I like that line a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. This is the only good Fall Out Boy song, maybe. Is it? Yeah. I think there's more than one. We'll find out. <laughs> is this the first good <laughs> Fall Out Boy song we've done on the show? Yes. <laughs> I... The word good means fucking nothing to me anymore. Because I've well, liked okay. plenty of the, songs I think that we've done. I think this is the first... Because my one note when I was listening to the song was like... I was honestly like... Because it's been a while since I've listened to it. And it took me aback by just how like... It's, it's not a song that I feel like a lot of people probably go back to when they think... I'm going to listen to Saturday or uh, yeah, Grand Theft no, Auto. Well, I like this song a lot though. But it's just... It took me aback by how like genuine and like sweet and thoughtful it is it it, it kind of is as opposed to like there's like there's there's just not the edge of like anger or like shitty toxic feelings it's just like a lot of like mm-hmm. someone being very genuine about like i miss a person and i'm writing a song for them so that when they listen to it they'll know it's about them yeah and i almost wonder there's there's things about it that I do think like could be about Chicago, you know, in the way that Common and, and Kanye have both written songs about Chicago personified. Uh, everyone gasses up Kanye for doing it, even though Common did it first. But shout out to you, Common. Shout out to Common. Good rappers are hard to find, like a remote. That's a Common lyric, if you don't know. Oh. <laughs> Peak lyricism. I mostly know Common from his acting roles. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm I'm looking at verse two and it starts with, I can't forget your style or your cynicism. And somehow it was like, you were the first to listen. And that, I, it could be a person. This could be, maybe this song is also about Chris, who, whoever Chris is in um Grenade Jumper. Shout out to you, Chris. Shout out, Chris. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and then verse two, uh, my smile's an open wound without you, which I do think is a a good lyric it's it's fine like yeah yeah i'm kind of surprised that that's the one that sticks out but like i guess i also kind of get it because it's like oh yeah that's a 
I mean, it's a, a very Pete, it's it's such a Pete Wentz ass thing to like that line over the uh, sensual and non conventional ways. Mm-hmm. That's a Pete Wentz ass thing, as if I've ever heard one. Yeah, I feel like also there's probably more under it for Pete. I would guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and my hands are tied to pages inked to bring you back. So writing writing lyrics to communicate expressed in a different lyric. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only part that makes me kind of think it might be about, like, a person-person. Just because I feel like, as much as you personify and love a city, you can't write a song to, like, make a city move and come to you. Sure, but I think if, I think if you, I don't know, maybe it's a stretch to, to interpret it as the, the, the people of Chicago listening to your music, like, the scene, um, hearing what you have to say from a distance. I could see that. I think that's just this is like the one line where I'm like, I could see someone being like, I'm going to write this song to like have this person come back to me. Because I mean, sure. that's like that's a movie ass trope even. Yeah. And it's it's a it's a is this Pete Wentz writing it on Take This to Your Grave. And Pete Wentz loves movies. Mm hmm. And pettiness and trying to get people back, apparently. Mm hmm. At so, least he writes about it a lot. So, so it tracks. Mm hmm. A million miles away, they write from. Um, the bridge. <laughs> the bridge. Uh, a million is a... miles away, they write from. Young Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> this is another song that's kind of lyrically light. It is, yeah. It's it's very straightforward. The uh, choruses are the bulk of it. The bridge is one line repeated. The outro is one line repeated. But I like like all the words in it. It feels genuine. It's a relatively straightforward song sonically, but I do think it's done very well. Yeah, it's still a bop. Yeah. Yeah, it rips. It shreds. It rips and tears. It's a very aggressive words, Joe. Mm-hmm. They refer to that saying, the, uh, what is it? Keep, meet new friends, but keep the old. One is silver and the other gold. Yeah, the, the annotation on Genius, please sponsor us, points out, yeah, that it references the, the Joseph Perry poem. Um, by saying, because the bridge just repeats, these friends are new friends or golden. That's fine. Uh, yeah, because like halfway through the song, it just kind of like slows down and changes up. The chugs are still there. Like it, it just a very different approach to it. If there's, I don't know. I feel like a lot of like this, this song sounding this way is why we have neck deep probably. Yeah. For better or for worse. I don't know when those bands started, so I might be way fucking off, but. I mean, it, I, I feel like you can't be that far off. I don't want to Google Neck Deep, but... Oh, fuck, yeah, they formed, like, in 2012! Are you fucking Holy serious? Shit. I thought they'd been around a little bit longer. I did, too. If you had asked me when Neck Deep formed, I would definitely have said mid-2000. I would have guessed, like, 2005 or something. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> so tonight, the headphones will deliver you the podcast uh, that I have made. And tonight, not, the, not... tonight the headphones will deliver you the podcast where we don't have much to say. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Because <laughs> that's that's a song. We did it. There's no um. There's no there's video. No, there's to... no video. There, yeah, there's no video. <laughs> uh, Patrick also in the. <laughs> I'm just I'm watching the the band commentary and Joe talks about how much he misses Pete who is presumably in the same van with him and um, (laughs) (laughs) probably just off camera. Uh, And also Patrick talking about how the outro of this song is one of his favorites off the record. Just the, the punchiness of the drums lining up with uh, pacing of singing the word golden. 
I could see that. It's like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. And the acoustic sounds coming in at the end before it fucking pick slides back into the last chorus. Pick slides are <laughs> fucking cool. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Sure. Pick slides are cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your support in this time. My love of pick slides. Joe, if nothing else, I'm good at supporting you. <laughs> if nothing else. <laughs> we This is like not episode length, but what the fuck are we going to say about Homesick at Space Camp? I, I, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. There's not really that much because like it just feels genuine and sincere and there's not really not that much to dig into aside from what we already kind of talked about. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's a yeah, nice t- change of pace. It is a nice change of pace. Take This to Your Grave is an interesting record. Um, you were talking about how you didn't like the uh, album cover when it, we weren't recording. It sucks. I don't know. Andy's up there sitting like L from Death Note. <laughs> um, I think Pete is wearing some sort of novelty watch um, <laughs> that looks like it might be Hello Kitty shaped or, I don't know, a weird alien. Patrick looks like he's wearing a fucking pit boy because that bracer thing is huge. It's <laughs> very large. And Andy's taking a nap. Or uh, Pete. Or Joe. That's the one. Joe is taking a nap. <laughs> Which boy do I mean? I mean Joe Troman. Yeah, it's just... I feel like it's definitely a like a, like a, another moment of its time, but I hate it. Mm-hmm. Just, it's just... A, it's, it's so boring. Do you prefer the alternate cover? Have you seen it? Uh, maybe. Let me Google it. I can also. It's on the. If you go to the Genius page for the whole album, uh, and you click on the cover, it'll say two covers, one annotated. Uh, the alternate one is annotated. It was not used, uh, because it contained too many copyrighted props. Because it's a person, kid, teenager, sleeping. Oh, above, and there's like, like a the, bunch of Transformers and shit. Yeah, and like a poster for the Who. On the wall. I don't like this one either. <laughs> I like this one less. <laughs> yeah, I like this one less also. I just like, I want, I feel like their other fucking covers are like pretty solid across the board. But this one is, this one is too busy and I feel like doesn't convey the tone of the album very well. And the other one just feels like it's too much like, this is a band's first album. Here is a photo of them. Yeah, I like the the very simplistic, straightforward uh, cover for Take This to Your Grave. The blue. I don't know. Just fine. I want something in between the two of these. Sure. What's your favorite album cover of uh, the Fobs? Uh, Is it... I would, I'm gonna guess it's Infinity or Folly Yeah, it's probably Infinity on High. I do mm. really like Folly Ado as well. I think Folly Ado is probably mine. Well! Uh, do you think that's... Uh, yeah, I think that's all we got. Time to hit the old dusty trail. <laughs> Time to take this to our grave. <laughs> yeah. Um. What was the pairing I had for this one? Homesick at base camp. Uh. Oh, I paired it with Distance by AJJ. Um, that's right. Yep. Also a very good song. I realized after picking it that the time that I was getting into AJJ was like the exact same time I was getting into this record. 
because a, a lot of the time I spent with Fallout Boy was just Folly Ado on repeat, and then I realized they made other records. Uh, but yeah, Distance by AGJ is uh, a song about distance. Um, <laughs> being apart from somebody, it's good. AGJ is a very good band if you uh, are not familiar with their work. Um, sort of folky roots. They're much fuzzier now, but uh, punk. Yeah, I liked it. But yeah, it's also very genuine. Um, distance is both the concept of distance and the song Distance by AJJ. Uh, so yeah, those will be on the, the pairing playlist, which, as always, you can find in the show notes and description. There isn't a link to it on the website page. I should change that before this goes up. Oh yeah, that'd be good. I don't know why it's not there already. Because <laughs> uh, I, I, I hadn't fucking thought about it so now. But yeah, what uh, do you have any closing thoughts on on Homesick at Space Camp? I like this one with basically no reservations. <laughs> That's a good sentiment to have. I I yeah I agree. It's not like it's 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 not even that it's like so straightforward. I have nothing to say because it does like do some change ups and some some good things. It's just like yep, it's good. The lyrics are good. It sounds good. Thanks for listening. <laughs> to the song and us enjoy it i guess that's i guess that's an episode caitlin where could people find you on the internet you can find me at cg and eight r's on twitter.com that's a lot of r's it's probably too many i don't know i like your handle a lot i do too that's why i haven't changed it (laughs) it's my hill and i will die here Mm -hmm. it's a good hill you can find me on twitter at twitter.com slash ghost of joe and sugar we're going down podcasting is hosted on the orange groves podcast network if you want to check out other shows that are on the network learn more about what it's about or just check it out in general support the network you can go to theorangegroves.com to do that and if you want to hear more of the garbage that we cut out of the show <laughs> while the joke cuts out uh you can pay five dollars on the orange Grove's patreon to get our lost tapes which i assume are very funny you assume i've seen them to you so i oh that's true you did they're mm-hmm. funny i forgot about <laughs> that <laughs> I just assumed you hadn't listened to it, which is also possible. No, it's the more true option, which is I did and then immediately forgot. That's fair. But yeah, <laughs> if you support the network, you can get uh, cut content from any of the shows that have it. And um, yeah, cool. Well, Caitlin, <laughs> I think I know the answer this time. <laughs> but I guess I usually know the answer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> is this Is this more than you bargained for yet? Uh, this was a a good amount of bargaining, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's a great deal. Mm-hmm. It's a very thrifty. I did some song. couponing on this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> goodbye. Well, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm Jess. And I'm Monty, and this is Palin' Around. Palin' Around is a critical podcast focusing on video games, fandom, pop culture, and how they interact with the internet. Twice a month, we'll be diving into big topics and asking the hard-hitting questions, like... Why can't Blizzard get its shit together? How does crunch culture tie into the toxic masculinity of the games industry? How has being fandom trash impacted our adult lives? And everything in between. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and pal around with us.